What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome back to All The Smoke. Out here in Vegas, Summer League, get the beautiful legends suite here at the uh, Wynn Hotel. We just had one good one. We got another good one. Another good Former one. Former teammate. O'Kill. Um, 
Man, welcome to the show, Jerry Stackhouse. We appreciate yes, you, man. Yes, How sir, you man. doing? Appreciate you. Slide that in there, bro. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? That the Oak heel, Hill. The heel. The heel. They don't know about that. Know about the heel. Well, let's, I mean, let's start the show with it. Talk about it. Y'all talk about the Oak Hill. What well, it's, it's funny we, that he's here, that we both here, because uh, the great Steve, uh, Steve Smith just retired. Yeah. Um, I was able to be at the retirement, uh, his retirement party, and it was awesome, man, just to see all the lives he affected. And uh, for me... To give me an opportunity to, to play basketball, coming from where I came from, I didn't think I could reach that height at high school. So uh, I looked up to him. But you, you experienced it too. You probably in the top three, maybe top two all-time scorers of the school. I think. Yeah, I mean, for the season, man, we got we was getting after it, man. Jeff McInnes was probably the main reason that I went to Oak Hill. Yeah. Know, we played together that summer, and he was just begging me to like, yo, man, come on, we can be might as well do the same thing and, and take it to high school. We wind up both going to North Carolina. But yeah, it was, you know, they were going to Hawaii, going to Vegas. I was like, yo, man, that, that, that yeah, sounds like yeah. a good trip to me. In high good, school. Good, good. Yeah, in high school. So um, I, I made the made the trip. My mom, we, we jumped up in the car and driving up to Oak Hill for the first time. Oh, man, we came in on the back road too, Jack. We didn't even come in on the first <laughs> road. So it was like the mountains. loose gravel in the mountains and everything. But nah, it was, it, it was a great experience for me and, uh, you know, definitely shout out to, to Steve Smith, one, yeah. of the, one of the best to ever do it for sure. Mm. What's the day-to-day life like for you now? Obviously, out here at Summer League, we'll get into coaching at Vandy, but what's what's your day-to-day these days like? Well, right now, I just came to spend some time with my guys. I got, you know, it's good to have a few guys that you coach that's in you know, in the Summer League now, not only ones that I coached at Vanderbilt, you know, Scotty, you know, Aaron E. Smith, Saban Lee, mm-hmm. um, but a couple kids that I coached back in grassroots when I had my Stackhouse Elite mm-hmm. program. Yeah. Uh, Romello White's playing with Portland, Lamar Cavers with Phoenix. So it's just good, man, to see, you know, things come full circle for where they all dream to be and for them to finally get that chance. I want to share it with them. Mm-hmm. So, Scotty, you had him the last three years. He came out early, uh, didn't get drafted, picked up by the Lakers Summer League team, uh, has played solid in the yeah. Summer League. What have you seen from Scotty, and how was he as, as a, a player under your program? Yeah, he's been doing well, man. He's a sponge. You know, he's going to just get better and better. It's great. He's going to be around a lot of older guys, you know, veteran guys that know how to play, and I think he's going, you know, he's going to, kind of bring some energy, bring some life. I think that's what they need. You know, mm-hmm. that, I think that team is yeah. kind of I'm happy for D. Ham and, you know, mm-hmm. being able to get that gig. But they're going to have to inject some, a little bit of an energy in there. Hopefully he can bring that um, to the table. He's he's just had to work on his ball security. He can score the basketball. He knows how to play. He's, I mean, he's a son. I mean, obviously, I feel like our development was was, was really good for him. But, hell, he's a, he's a son of a Hall of Famer. Right, so, you no know, question. so he... You know, never take that for granted that, you know, he had a lot of those just understanding and knacks of how to play the game um, before I ever saw it. Shit you can't buy. No, mm-hmm. stuff that you can't buy, and yeah. I think he's going he's, he's gonna to be really good. I'm, I'm excited for him. Talk about growing up in uh, Kinston, NC. What that like? Oh, man, it, it, it was cool. I mean, I grew up the, the youngest of eight boys. Oh, you got so, a whole bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah, you was yeah, getting your ass whipped. I was getting my ass whooped, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that was, but, but it was fun. Like, my, 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 older, my older brother, like, probably my third oldest, you know, he just always made things com- competitive. Yeah. You know, whether it was, you know, getting out in the yard, banging with me, and, you know what I'm saying, letting me win a little bit, and then he tightened up on you a little bit, you know, put you back in your place. Yeah. But it was just, you know, fun to watch it. I just had my family reunion 
this this past weekend over the July 4th, and he was still out there with the young kids, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, playing dodgeball, playing, mm-hmm. you know, volleyball, whatever, kickball, whatever. That's that's still his thing, man. And, and, and that's a lot of where I got my competitiveness from, just being able to, wanting to compete against them on the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just, you know, they were always coming back. Because I'm the oldest, a big gap between my brothers. Like, my mom had me when she was 45. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like an afterthought. So I had, like, older brothers, brothers I could go and, you know, spend the night with, away from, mm-hmm. and do some things that you, you know, probably mm-hmm. couldn't do at, at, at home, home, you know, right. with, with older bros. But no, they definitely taught me uh, the game. My mom and dad, like I said, small town, man. We got a lot of talent that come yeah. from, from that small yeah. town. Brandon Cedric Ingram. Maxwell, Brandon yep. Ingram, you know what I'm saying? Just the Reggie Bullock, mm-hmm. you know, name after name that, that come out of that little town. Who were some of your um, influences, people you looked up to? Man. Obviously, MJ, you know, being from North Carolina, yeah. um, you know, uh, just, you know, had those comparisons coming out of high school, mm-hmm. you know, in high school, I was 6'6". Six, six. I really wasn't even a guard. I was a power forward, you know what I'm saying? And then I, I never really played shooting guard until I got to the NBA. I even played, she was a center. I was a power forward mm-hmm. on those North Carolina teams. But, you know, it was just, you know, just watching them, seeing, seeing those guys come through North Carolina. I mean, I was a big ACC fan. Wasn't necessarily a Carolina fan at, at first. I, I watched all of the team. You know, I was Lenny Bias when he was at, mm. at Maryland. I was on there mm-hmm. when, you know, Charles Shackelford was at NC State. I like State with Johnny Dawkins and, and those guys at Duke. I like Duke. So I, I just kind of love watching basketball. And then as I learned more about Dean Smith and, um, you know, the players that have come through that program, it was just hard for me to tell him no. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When you see, you know, Sam Perkins and uh, MJ, <laughs> Worthy. James Worthy, yeah. and all those guys that have come through and learned, to, you know, learn how to play the game from from him mm-hmm. and then go on to have that other success. And, you know, like I said, those, I really like, I wore like 42 because of James Worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, okay. that was like my favorite play when he was with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I know he wore 52 in North Carolina, but man, just big game James was, was my so, guy. You know so do, do kids in North Carolina, because I know like, Growing up in Texas, a lot of the kids like, I want to play for the Rockets when I grow up, dude. Like, is that like what kids say, I want to go play for North Carolina when I grow up? I want to be a Tar Heel. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, blue blood. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, it's skin. Where, where we are and how we're recruiting, it's like, you know, when those when those teams, kids can love you and say how much they love you and they want to be there and they want the academics and, you know, and then when those blue bloods come calling, you know, and it's just, <laughs> All it, it kind of changes, changes it up a little bit. And But, you know, they've earned the right to, to to, to do that, you know, when you had as many guys that have come through there where, you know, you know, Vince Carr, like I said, I ain't even, you know, once you start mm-hmm. those names and you start talking about the next tier with myself, Rashid, uh, uh, Vince, Antoine, you know, the list goes on and on and on, you know, of, of guys that have con- continued to come and, and represent that brand really, really well. I love it. You know, I'm still a Tar Heel to the day I die. I mean, I love where I'm at. I love that Vanderbilt and Skull Doors all day, anchor down. But, you know, I, I bleed that blue for yes, real. Mm. <laughs> so, for real, yeah. I'm, I'm North Carolina born bred. Born you know and bred, yes, so, you know, some, We got some imports, but that's where I, I, I come from, that's all. That's all, yeah. Before you end up at Carolina, what was your recruiting process like? Uh, Any crazy stories, yeah, fun man, stories? No, it was like... You know, I, I had to, I, I had the bag offered to me and all that, but I was scared of it, man. I knew for sure if I left North Carolina, all these schools around me, in the ACC, that you know, going out and, and doing something different. You know, everybody was promising everything. Coach Smith was the only one that didn't really like. You know, if you, you know, I, I won a lot of games, and um, 
you know, I, I, and I like to win games, so I, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to play the guys to help me win. And then that was kind of his message to me, and I, it gravitated, you know, I really gravitated to that, you know, so instead of somebody coming and say, you're going to play 40 minutes, right. you're going to jump over all the guys that's been there, like, these guys are going to do the same thing to me to the next guy, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But he just kind of put it out there. You know, really, I wanted to kind of bring the glory back, to be, to be honest, because they hadn't won since, like, MJ had, had left, right, mm -hmm. to, like, in the 80s, like, 82. So it's like, we want to come in, and lo and behold, they win it the year right before I come in. But, I, you know, I kept that commitment and whatnot. And then, you know, obviously she, you know, J-Mac, all those guys, we were coming in, and then we was going against those seniors that just won it. And we came in. You know how we came in. Swaggy. You know? Swaggy. <laughs> Swagged all the way out, you know what I'm saying? A different different probably breed than what they have seen before. You know, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, brash, you know, a little bit, just, you know, too talk. You know, he, he did yeah. most of the talking for us. And, you know, and then just from a talent standpoint, I think uh, what, you know, she and I brought to the table was just different. You that know, was guys crazy that mix, was, man. Mm. You know, coming in and, you know, we was trying to dunk everything. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's where it was. We, but we could shoot. We had a skill set. But for the most part, we, we was trying to put you in that rim and trying to protect rim. the rim. Damn. Jeff McGinnis is one of the best college point guards of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I'm telling you, I still hadn't had anybody put that thing up there the way that, that mm -hmm. he did. On time, on target. They talk about on time, on target. <laughs> yeah, Jeff put that thing on time, on yeah. target, man. And it was fun learning from... From Coach Smith, being able to to win at a high level, you know, playing with that type of talent, you know, around us, you know, we didn't even, I had no no thought process of leaving college, even when I did. I didn't, didn't know I was going to leave at two. Again, like I said, Michael Jordan was my role model. I felt mm -hmm. like my blueprint was, if, if anything, was to leave okay. after three years, you know, and then it was just like after my freshman year, it's like I was on a mock draft, like, whoa. And then, you know, my sophomore year, we have a great year, and, um, you know, Coach Smith started calling around, and, you know, I think Kevin McHale was at Minnesota at the time, and they had the fifth pick, and he's like, oh, if he's there at five, I'm taking him. Went out and worked out for the, just only the four teams before that. I didn't even go to Minnesota. I just worked out with those four teams, and Philadelphia snatched, snatched me up with the, with the third pick in 95. Before we get there, we just had Sheed, and he was telling us about a summer going into your sophomore year where you and MJ was going at it. Yeah, she man. said, she, what, what were she's words? All I could say was, they was going at it. And you held your own. <laughs> he, said, he, 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 he said, you said somebody didn't take score, it wasn't no score. No, no. Was we was going at it, back and forth. Man, we was just like, uh, just to see MJ, man. Like, you know, coming to the gym. Everybody was scared but you. you. Know, Coming come to the gym. And he and everybody been talked about it. And again, a lot of the hype that I had coming into to North Carolina Comparisons. was you know, being 6'6", mm -hmm. bald head from North Carolina, from the east coast of North Carolina. It had had a lot of the things that, um, I did, and, and my state hadn't been done since, you know, since MJ. So it was naturally have those comparisons. But I, I, it was more flattering for me than anything. But, you know, I'm, I'm a competitor. Again, like I said, I, I'm the youngest of eight boys. Man. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan's just another brother to me. You That's know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, I'm trying to... She say, I'm not doing it. I'm icing. I'm good. Y'all go let Mike do that to y'all. Yeah. She's the only one stepped up to the plate. No doubt. I mean, I look forward to the opportunity. And, man, I was uh, nervous as hell. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I got out there. And then all of a sudden, once I got comfortable like anything else, you know, I kind of got into my bag a little bit driving. Um, you know, he was giving me the jump shot. You know, sh shoot it, shoot it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I couldn't, couldn't really shoot it like that at that time. <laughs> so I'm still trying to 
trying to drive it around him and getting, you know, getting there again, trying to use my strength because I was probably about 218, 220 when mm-hmm. I was playing it. Again, like I said, I was power forward. That's mm-hmm. that, that was my mindset. But no, it was it was experience I I never forget. I mean, over the years and different things, different situations, people try to paint a story of, of me against Michael Jordan. And that's definitely not the case, mm-hmm. man. I, I wouldn't be here sitting where I'm at today mm-hmm. without him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I said, he saved my ass more than one time. I mean, <laughs> when I was probably in the eighth or ninth grade, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I got an earring, you know what I'm saying? Went there and I come home, try to sit at the breakfast table, sitting with the earring, and I finally turned my mom, I'm like, boy, what you got in your ear? Yeah, then, you know, because, you know, I come from a religious family. It wasn't about all that. And then um, I, you know, caught it for a day or so, and then I showed him a picture where Michael Jordan had an earring on there, and it was all cool for him. <laughs> so it's so it like, even with mom, whatever MJ did was, That's the was standard. okay. You're good. Yeah, that was it. So, I love but it. But no, it's just, you know, over the, uh, the course of, you know, competing and playing against a man, just, you know, with those Bulls teams, we all, you know, we wanted, wanted to beat him. And then mm-hmm. once it kind of turned, um, he still hung around a long time there at the end, and we was able to play together. Get, you know, no, even before that, get a little payback. When okay, we was in yeah. Detroit before yeah. before oh, I yeah. played with him in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but not then to to play with him in uh, you know in Washington, and just from my perspective, you know, at the time I was ready to at the height in my prime. Ready to go. And but it's MJ. MJ still, you know, in his mind, he's the best in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and so obviously we had a little bit of clash there, but no, nah, we, we we're still great. I just saw him this past weekend in, in Nashville at the <clears throat> NASCAR. You know, he's got the you know the car racing teams and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I went in in the suite and kicked it with him a little bit, man. He's, you know, always, whatever you need, young fella, you know, so it's, it's good <laughs> perception that may be out there on the outside, right. but, you know, there's some some animosity between us. That's just from being competitive and being, right. you, know, you know, in that moment at the time in yeah. 2003, wasn't nobody seeing me at that time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's as I see it, you know, so you had some things happening, but but you know, Jack, you yeah, know, that's how I go. You know, I'm, I'm gonna get 30. That's how it goes. That's just how it goes. I'm going to get 30. Okay, who guard me? That's so right. That's 30. how it goes. Before we get to the NBA, backpedal a little bit. Your relationship with, uh, you know, the late, great Dean Smith. What are some, some of the things you took from the time you had, the two years with him? Uh, so much, man. It was just like I, I didn't even really realize, you know, who I was. Like, I, again, we was young. We was dumb. He, he told me, like, I was like I was going to his office one day. like, man. You know, why ain't playing more? We killing these guys in practice. You know what I'm saying? He told me, like, you and Brian Reese need to try to be the best small forward in the country together. And I was like, you know, coach, I feel like I can be the best small forward in the country by myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's crazy that I was sitting here having this uh, this dialogue. And I was like, I mean, it was up and down that 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 fresh year, you know, dealing with all of the lessons that he was trying to teach me. And I was like, man, I... I you know, I tell my mom after one game, you know, during the midseason, I'm like, I don't know if this is the place for me. Mm. You know, I'm you know so, I, so I get it with, with all these kids. Now it's, it comes full circle. Um, but it's like, you know, she just, she heard me out. She listened to my whole, you know, whole spiel about this and that and the other, what I'm doing in practice, why I shouldn't be playing more. I'm, I'm averaging 12 in 18 minutes now. So, you know, mm-hmm. so I feel like I should. Per minute. You know, get, per, per minute, I'm mm-hmm. leading the team. <laughs> but, you know, but she told me something, man, that resonated with me. It's just like, you know, if, if you start running now, she heard me out. Like, if you start running now, you're going to be running the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that just like, so I stuck it out, you know, two weeks later. I'm the most valuable player at the ACC tournament. Mm. So it's like, 
Man, really know, I guess I always tell people the moral of that story is listen to your mama. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. so she she go she go tell you what's right, you know. And and I should have known, like when I when it came to the recruiting trip, I had like Michigan Steve Fisher. It came in that morning, probably around, you know, around lunchtime. You know, my mom had some donuts and some coffees, and Coach Smith was coming in at the, you know, in the afternoon, about two. Probably about 1.15, I started hearing, you know, smelling pork chops frying, you know, cabbage, mm -hmm. you know, she had everything. She's, she said, I didn't even really know she knew who Dean Smith was. But, you know, just that little gesture right there kind of pushed me even more to that direction. They were about the same age. They really hit it off. But just, just learning all of those, I mean, most of the stuff, the basis of what I do now is from him, mm -hmm. right? So it's like the, our defensively keeping the ball out the middle, you know, I'm strictly a no-middle team, having mm -hmm. the low help come, you know, sharing the ball, um, still, you know, moving you know, moving in motion, playing, you know, rebounding the basketball, getting to the foul line, all those things, the analytic side of basketball, he was way ahead of the game, man. He was a math major. I, I, I heard a, uh, a story that, you know, we're like th three minutes in the game, you know, he looked up at the score and then wrote it on the paper, you know, what the final score was going to be, and it was exactly what it was. Mm. That's crazy. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. Just how he could, you know, see the possession, see how the game was flowing. I mean, we could, we all hope to, you know, be able to, um, to to see the game from that perspective. But I, but I took a lot from him and a lot from the, a lot of the other coaches that I coached for for too. I mean, for Avery Johnson was was big mm -hmm. in my development. But look at this kind of tree, you know, where, you know, Dean Smith, who you know, taught Larry Brown, Larry Brown. Taught Greg Popovich, mm -hmm. Greg Popovich, taught Avery Johnson. So it was like, mm -hmm. you know, once I had, you know, Coach Smith, and then once I got to Avery, when it was like, you know, 10 years later, boom, like all of that stuff came back together. And we had such a great synergy and relationship because we've all kind of come from the same thought process of how the game should be played and, 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 and how you should share the floor with other good players. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources 
to level the playing field from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Two years in NC, <clears throat> you make the final four and you clap for the draft. Was that an easy decision to make? Well, it was at the time, man, um, because my, my mom had got sick. Again, my, I talked about my parents being a little older. My mom had, had breast cancer, and, um, you know, and I just thought that was an opportunity to, you know, she's not going to have to work anymore. You know, I could be able to take care of my family. Uh, so it was it was a pretty easy decision for me. I mean, again, especially when I knew that I would, you know, go in, in the top four pick. Right. You know, it just felt like, and then she... You know, she left too, you know what I'm saying? He left first. So it's like, are we still going, you know, kind of have the same impact, you know, going forward? Uh, I didn't know Vince Carter and Antoine Jameson was going to be Vince Carter and Antoine right. Jameson. Right. Dude, I might have had to think about mm. it. I mean, it would have been crazy. one time? Yeah. Oh, you, my. Vince, ooh, Juan. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Jeff, Jeff, that's an instant uh, national championship. No, I, I still, I mean, I think about it again, but like at the time, you, know, you, know, you, you don't know. Yeah. Gotta go. And then, so it's like, I mean, I got to I gotta do this for, you know, for my family. And, mm-hmm. I, and I felt like, you know, she's still with me today. Right. Mm-hmm. 93 years old. You know, she's actually in the hospital now. You know, keep her in your prayers. But, man. Definitely will. Um, no, I'm so, so I, I definitely felt like I made that 
uh, a great decision for that yeah, alone. And absolutely. I can still still have her in my life, and she's still you know still on. We got Zoom service. She's a pastor. She still gets up oh, there wow, and okay. give us a good word. Beautiful. You know, you know, every second Sunday, man. So it's Beautiful. um it's no secret that I'm here, man. It ain't for all the great things that I've done, but it's from those prayers and things that oh, uh, that she's mm-hmm. she, she's still sending up for us. That top five, that 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 top five, Joe Smith, McDice, yourself, Sheed, and then KG. Uh, she was just telling me, cause I was research, uh, you know, doing my studying before you came, and I was like, damn, I was like, I, I didn't know that she, uh, uh, Stackhouse went one pick for you to Philly. He's like, man, I was so happy for him, cause he's like, I, I felt like I I wasn't ready to go home and play there. He's like, I'm so glad Stack went third and I went fourth because I wasn't mature enough to handle playing at home. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was like when you when going back to it, I, with the stability or instability that we had in Philadelphia at the time, I wish it might have, <laughs> I, I would have taken that, that, that pick behind them. But no, it was, uh, it, it was great. You know, I mean, I was just, man, going to a situation as a 20-year-old, you know, mm-hmm. I felt like we supposed to be winning, right? I was, you know, so it was like when I was, when we were losing and that's the first time I ever really lost in my life. You know, I was coming home. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing nothing. I thought everybody in the street was looking at me like, man, what's what's wrong? Yeah. I didn't realize that we weren't supposed to be winning, man. You played with 30 guys and a bunch of them wasn't in the, in the NBA, you know, you know, the previous year. So mm-hmm. it's like, so those, those are things that just... It helped you to grow, though. I mean, you had to, you know. But the thing about it was just trying to prove that you could play. You, you, you weren't thinking about coming in there, uh, other doing anything other than, you know, trying to, to prove that I belonged in this league. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I think that was the, the the first step. And then once you, you know, you you showed that, that's when you start thinking about winning. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably really why a lot of it didn't it didn't work out for us in Philly. We we had some talented teams. You know, Derek Coleman came through. He didn't really want to be there. And then you had the young cats, me and Allen, and you know, we just getting drafted. We just trying to prove that we can play. We still getting twenty apiece, mm-hmm. but again, win. it's just you know we're not winning. And I think ultimately we had to make a decision that. Um, you know, we got two scoring guards. We need to try to build this team, and, and they chose to build it around you know, the Allen. I went to Detroit. I had a successful uh, run there, and uh, but, but now nah, it's just the, the nature of this business. Mm-hmm. How did the Fila deal come about? Uh, I, actually, I, it, it kind of just fell into place. I mean, I was I was a Nike guy. Really, I mean, I, I wanted Nike to, to to step up, but I mean, I think they've kind of. Uh, decided they weren't really giving any signature shoes that that year. They still wanted me to come in. They wanted me to be in a, in a stable of, of young guys. To, but you know, Fila just stepped up. You know, mm-hmm. I had the same representation as Grand Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first came out, I was with um, Advantage. Is, is you know now it's Octagon, uh, and, and so they did the deal right before, and I was the third pick. So you know, he was the third pick. This was a deal that he got. So it's just natural increase for them to come in and offer me the same, you know, five-year deal, man. It was crazy. I have, you know, more money from the, the shoe deal than I did from the, 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 from the contract mm-hmm. because we were the very first year of the rookie salary cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, the guys before us, Grant Hill and Big Dog, they signed, like, you know, $40 million deal. You know, we signed, like, you know, single you know, mm-hmm. single number, single million-dollar deal for, for, for our first deal. We had to prove it. You know, yeah. we won that first groups that wasn't nothing any nothing was given to us. You had to prove mm. that you're gonna be able to hang around this league. And you know, fortunately for us we did. Uh you get traded, you spoke on it, uh to Detroit. 
you teamed up with Grant Hill. Um, for people that don't know, obviously injuries derailed his career, but how special was Grant when Grant was healthy? We ain't got no time. Mm. <laughs> we ain't got it. He was cold. He was cold. Man. He was like, <laughs> cold. you know, because he, he was unselfish, man. He was like LeBron from the standpoint of he could handle the basketball. He would look to make plays for others, but he could, he could score at will. He could, you know, couldn't really keep him in front of you. Um, off the bounce, he could go out and down in the post and, and play. Um, if, and it was probably the only weakness that you probably would say about Grant uh, was, was probably defensively, mm. right? Was, and then at the end of his career, he goes to Phoenix and he becomes a defensive stopper. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, when you look at his body of work, man, mm -hmm. um, if, he, if he wouldn't have got hurt, and I think that played a, you know, a big part of us kind of, I mean, we were, we were on our way, right. you know what I'm saying? I think we were probably one of the best tandems in the mm -hmm. league, you know, behind, you know, Scotty and, and, and MJ at mm -hmm. the time. But I think some, you know, I got to read this book. I got to get, get this new book and kind of, you know, get the story on why did he really leave? Why did he go to Orlando? But I think, you know, there were some other things in there as far as his wife and some opportunities that he could have for mm -hmm. the big picture of, of his family. Um, but, you know, man, it was definitely, but, you know, but it was cool. I had a chance for that one year to really explode, you know what I'm saying, and mm -hmm. show that I could, you know, lead the team, You're you know, here. on my own. You know, yeah. we, um, you know, put up, you know, almost 30, 30 a game, you know, mm -hmm. in, in his absence. I feel like I had to, you know, take on that, that load. But quickly I found out that I needed more guys, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I think it, and, and I, so I, my scoring average, you know, Rick Carlisle came in and he was like, Stack, you know, I need you to be a decoy. I mean, everybody knows that you can score 30. I need you to take, you know, score 25. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? At first, and then he was like, you know, um, we want to put you in more pick and rolls. We know that we're going to trap you. And then, you know, they're, we're, they're going to play four on three on the other side and we're going to win. And, you know, it took a little buying into it, and, but, you know, I bought into it and we did. We went from mm -hmm. 32 and 50 the year that I averaged, you know, almost 30 to 50 and 32 when I averaged 24. Mm -hmm. So, so it's like, so it's like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, less is more. Yeah. And then I think that ultimately, you know, and that's my message again, when you talk about all the coaches that I played for, those are situations and stories that I can, you know, reflect back on mm -hmm. when I'm talking to a guy about, you know, being a little more selfless and, and, and how we can gain as a whole from, from, from that approach. I mean, this is something else you could talk to him about. Uh, players in the 2000 to average 29 plus, Shaq, LeBron, KD, Kobe, AI, D, uh, D Wade, T Mac, and yourself. Mm -hmm. What do you think when you hear that? I told you, couldn't nobody stop me. already knew. You know, so it, was, it, so it was like, man, I already, you know, I had, I had 24, I got off the bus. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> just, just can I just go Well, yeah, when, when, when this other 10 gonna happen and how it's gonna, how it's gonna come about. But no, it was just, man, it was a fun time when you look at those names and you, you see your name amongst that. But again, uh, for me, and ultimately to, to win, Winning. that, you know, I had to, I couldn't stay where, where they were at those numbers. I had to give a little more, I had to give more assists. And, mm -hmm. and, and ultimately, um, after I left Detroit, um, you know, went to Washington, got to Dallas, you know, and was able to, you know, get with Dirk and, and, and have probably the best team that I ever played on um, there. 
Um, you, you really saw it, you know. I mean, that was a, that, that finals run that we that, that mm-hmm. we had, man. That was by far of uh, you know, and I probably averaged probably one of the last amount of my years, probably 13, 14 coming off off the bench. You know, mm-hmm. that was you know Nelly, that was my 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 man. I didn't know how we were even gonna kick it. I heard it. I was just kind of passing through, but so. Nelly's like he came to me like Stack, you're a starter, but I can only start five guys. But you're gonna play starter minutes and you're gonna be there at the end of the game. That's all I need to hear, coach. Mm-hmm. And then you know Nelly, he was. Uh, he gave turn it over to to Avery in the year, but man, it was just just fun being able to play with you know a, a nice you know our bench. We you know, we, we were the deep. ones that really first started that bench mob with that was Jason Terry and, mm-hmm. and and all those guys. We were all coming off the bench, uh, Mike Finley and all those guys. They they were starting, but man, can you imagine what practice looked mm, like though? War. That's oh, back when was, we really used to practice. And oh, the man. second unit used to beat the first unit in a lot of in a lot of different teams. What? Right, like you know, and and it was just about competitiveness. It made the game easy. By the time we got to the games, uh, you know, they were easy because we were we, we were battling in practice every day. Y'all ran into a fucked up team in '07. Yes, sir, uh, man. Don't bring that up. It's two of those fucked up yeah. guys are sitting here right now. I remember, <laughs> <laughs> but I, rem- I the, the one thing I remember. But I was cutting at y'all ass. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. The two motherfuckers that kept going were you and Josh Howard. That's it. Y'all the only ones fighting that. 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 Yeah, yeah, off man. the rip. You don't want fighting back, though. But that uh, wasn't enough. Yeah, JT, nah, nah. Y'all boys, y'all had our number. Y'all ain't had nothing to lose. Y'all had was, Nelly over there. Nelly, yeah. He knew, he knew. <laughs> when Nelly felt like shit, we won that series. He didn't give a fuck about See, the next no, series. That was, that was, that was he our just, championship. He wanted, he wanted to put, he wanted to stick to the cube. Straight he up. He wanted to stick to the cube, and he knew... Hell, he he drafted Dirk. He yeah. found him. Bro, he told yeah, us yeah, everything yeah. about yeah. Dirk, bro. You know, he was getting up under him and all that, man. Like... Man, put man, put Dirk, put his little ass in the basket, man. man he was on him. We was on him. He would not. He would not wrestle with man, me. Nah, tried. man, it was that. But the, if you guys did, did a hell of a job, BD was was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, man, it was uh, Jay Rich. Like I said, I remember, yeah, man. Was we was, I was meeting him at top. Everything. Hey, but we, that's that. That says a lot about that team for the for that to happen and to come back. How y'all came back? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to, man. It was a. It was a tough. Had to make that run, you know. That, that sometimes that's, that gets you to that next level, man. Yeah. That, that 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 heartache, that that defeat, and then you come back and you you make a strong run. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the run you guys had against D Wade in '06, questionable call. A lot of questionable calls in that series that people kind of still talk about to this day. What's what's your perspective on it? Yeah, a lot of questionable calls that, <laughs> that people still talk about to this day. But no, I, I think it was, can't take anything away from them. Obviously. I right. think a lot of it, to me, I put it on the format, which has since changed, mm-hmm. right? Again, for when you work hard and you work hard for home court advantage, you yeah. shouldn't come back home possibly down. You know, that 2-3-2 two, two mm-hmm. format. And again, even those those games in the middle were, you know, a lot, lot happened. I got suspended a game mm-hmm. for, for a hard foul right. and... Um, you know, and I was, I'm sitting in the, you know, you know, sitting in, in the hotel room knowing that I could make a difference, that mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we would have went back home, you know, at least up 3-2, you know, mm-hmm. in two of those games. And there was a marginal calls that, that went against us. But, mm-hmm. and, and then they had kind of the, the momentum when we came back home. 
you know. So it was uh, all, all that the pressure shouldn't feel that type of pressure after you had the type of regular season that we had, mm-hmm. you know, after going up, you know, two zero. You know, I mean, that, that, that's still a. But 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 looking at it, man, we just we, we got away from the from the game plan. You know, what I'm saying ultimately, you know, we know that we wanted to, um, you know, that he was a rhythm left, and we want to get on his right hand, and we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, and ultimately, you know, that cost us. I mean, Dwayne had an unbelievable Oof, series. He was incredible. You know, he, he he was great, but you know, he shot probably a few more free throws than he should have, <laughs> but, you know, and one in particular that, 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 that you know, that basically changed Change the series, the game, but yeah. um, I'm still, you know, I've never been one to, to cry over spill Mick. Well, it, it is what it is, and, you know, we had our opportunities. We didn't seize those, those opportunities, but they should have changed that format yeah. before that year, you know, 2-2-1-1-1, mm. two, two, one, one, one. and mm. I think we, you know, I'll be just sitting up here in some some company, you know, yeah. with, with, with some some hardware some and some, some rings. Mm-hmm, so, I mean, mm-hmm. people don't know how hard it is to right. get back to Man. that spot. You think you' gonna get back because you made a nice run, but it's just never, never that easy again. Mm-hmm. And never made it back. A lot of luck goes into play. A lot of it. A lot of it. <clears throat> What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You end up playing 18 total seasons. At what point did you decide it was enough? Was it the body or they kind of was pushing you out? No, I, I I thought I could have, I probably could have played another right. year, um, but it was just some other opportunities. I mean, I really got kind of entrenched into the business of basketball, understanding, you know, at first, you know, nobody really was caring about the, you know, players association meetings and things like that. We were just wondering when the, they were going to pass out the checks, the checks right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think we all <laughs> kind of fell into that trap. And then as I got older and, and understanding that, um, you know, that the players really have a lot of power and, and understanding that we have to utilize that power and yeah. we have to take advantage of it. Unlike the NBA where they have, um, you know, the same turnover, you know, those guys are there every year, you mm-hmm. know, we're like fungible assets, you know, we leave and then there's new guys and mm-hmm. we really don't, you know, maintain that institutional knowledge. You know, we don't give it back to that other group and they have to come and learn it all over Big again. Idea. So. It was important for me um, to try to transition into doing some things with the PA, um, and and then I uh, just had an opportunity to to, to get into to coaching. You know, I, mean, I was always a, a guy that gravitated to the young guys. I used to bring the rookies and stay with me when I was in Detroit just to make sure they got to practice on time. Um, you know, I would you know work out with them, show them different moves, different things like that because I I, I didn't feel threatened by. Right. Younger players, and that, and that's yeah. that because I was that happened to me in Philly. You know, I mean, I had some old heads that, you know, didn't want to show me anything. Didn't want. I mean, mm-hmm. I was coming off screens, getting cracked. You know, what I'm saying because I never chased off screens before. I was a power forward, and now you know, Vern Maxwell, man, shout out to Vern. I'm hooking up B-Max. with him later today. Be sure was like, man, put put, put your hand on that on, on his ass, pimp, pump his ass when he come off that screen. <laughs> you you, you showing pimp, you, show yeah, yeah. you, you shove him off that screen. They don't know if it's his momentum or yours, pimp. Yeah, and, and then once, <laughs> that's him. That's him. When, 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 once he taught me that, it was over. I was running Allen Houston and Ray Allen ass into that first row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you know, and so I think just from from that, um, you know, I always felt like I was going to get back to those guys. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be one of those vets that didn't feel like I was going to share with the young guys because I was threatened by what, you know, what they brought to the table. And I think, you know, uh, that my final year, my 18th year in Brooklyn, you know, Avery brought me in to be more of a, a coach. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in my mind, I, you know, I'm saying all the right thing I coach, but, you know, I wanted to play. Yeah. Right. You know, so as soon as we got out there and then I'm like, man, this, you know, these, these young dudes, Marshawn Brooks and, um, you know, they, they're talented, but they ain't going to play over me. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? Once, if they're really trying to win. So I got out there, and again, um, even in my final year, I was I was contributing. She was in, uh, she and Kurt Thomas was in New York. They was with the Knicks, so 
we used to meet up all the time and just like, it was like our, our victory tour, you know, our last year. And then um, from that, I had an opportunity to, um, and I felt like I had to get some separation. I knew that I wanted to coach, but they still kind of, we got to, what you got to get that player stink off of you a little bit, so to speak, because <laughs> they don't really take you serious as long as you're still playing. But mm -hmm. then once you got, I did some broadcasting, I did XM radio, did some things on NBA TV to stay close mm -hmm. to the game. And then I got an opportunity um, um, to, you know, start my own AAU program. I did really well there. Um, uh, and they asked, Adidas asked me to take a team over to, to Treviso, Italy. And there I was able to get in front of a bunch of GMs and for them to see me coach. And, you know, Masai Ujiri called me. It was like, we're looking to add a former player to, to our staff. And, you know, would you be interested in interviewing for the job? I went up, interviewed for the job. You know, Dwayne Casey hired me. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from Case too. Again, just how the management of, you know, a business, such a professional, the, the details of how to, to, to go about your business on a day-to-day -day basis from a, from a coaching standpoint. I was able to see that firsthand. And um, man, then they asked me to coach the G League. You know, I went down there and you know, first year out, you know, we, we got it done. Won a chip. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Won a chip. And next year we went back to the finals again and uh, had an opportunity to actually interview for the, for the job. You know, I thought I had a good shot of getting a Toronto job when they decided to move away from Case. Um, they gave it to Nick Nurse. Mm -hmm. And then I took an assistant job with Memphis for a year. And then Vanderbilt called about, you know, the, the, the president of, of the G League who saw me kind of build and, and how I went about my business as a team. He got the, the AD job at, um, at Vanderbilt and, and he called me like, you know, we, we, where we are, we need you. Development is huge. They understood how we got out there on the floor and grinded. And, and that was kind of my message in my interview. And... I got the job and kind of the, the rest is history. That's where mm -hmm. I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Love to hear it. Uh, quick hitters, man. First thing to come to mind, let us know. Your UNC starting five could be with you or without you. Mm. I'm going with um, Phil Ford <laughs> for sure. Uh, got, got to go with Phil. Uh, I had my person shot. Uh, MJ. Myself, uh, Vince, and she. Mm. Nice. And I could go a thousand different ways with mm -hmm. that. I mean, yeah. with, I mean, I could go with uh, Kenny, MJ, uh, Vince, uh, James Worthy, and, and Sam Perkins. Ooh, Lord. Come on, that's, the, that's, that's second team. A third team, you know, you, we keep, keep, keep going with it, man. It's just there's so many guys Deep. there. You know, Twan, did I, did I even mm -hmm. have Twan no, on the team? Yeah. said Twan. Mr. Uh, 22K plus scored the league. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's going, that, that was a bucket. You know, mm -hmm. so, so it's just like, man, so, so many guys. One night in Vegas, key words right here. This is key words here. I like the him. All expenses paid. Three people that, you, that you're going to kick it with. In Ooh. Vegas, all expenses paid. Three people. Living or nah, anybody? Yeah, um, anybody. I'm, I'm going with Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, mm. and uh, Martin Luther King. So y'all, what's your so, 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 one uh, night in what's that movie? One night in uh, Miami. one night in Miami. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, but you gonna turn to the Vegas? Those are type. 
I just want to get in their mind just, just for, for a game. little bit. I ain't even worried about kicking mm-hmm. it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. you know, I got, I done kicked it enough to. to, to <laughs> right. I ain't got to do that. I'm, yeah, I just want to get, get, get with some of those some those major minds. Yes, sir. It, uh, at the early Malcolm X, you might y'all might party a little bit. Oh, we are gonna kick it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Detroit Red. Now Detroit you know, Red was a player now. Cause cause Sam died late to be somewhere around. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna try to put a little tune together with Sam. Speaking of music, uh, one album you can listen to with no skips? Uh, Illmatic. Ooh, good call. Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Give me an R.B. album because people don't know you sing. Oh, man. Is that 112? 112. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 112. Nice. First thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do before you go to bed? I'm going straight to that bathroom. That's what <laughs> Take the Browns to the Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> the Browns, Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I get then, it. I, then I'm good for the day. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then shoot, the last thing, shoot, I don't know. Um, I'm going to relax a little bit. I'm going to give me a little nightcap. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Shut it down. Some yeah. grown man shit. Grown yeah. man. Piece of advice you would give your younger self? piece of advice, man, just, again, probably the same thing that I would just, just listen, you know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, and, and, and be patient. Don't, don't try to, try to rush it. Don't try to get there too fast. Just, mm-hmm. just take your time and enjoy it. And I think, you know, it was so much about getting to the next thing. Even when he was in high school, it was about getting to college. I mean, mm-hmm. college is about getting to the pros. It was pros about getting, becoming an all-star, all-star about winning the champ. And then it just, just relax and, and let it happen. So that's what I, I think mm-hmm. I would, tell myself that, you know, because I probably was more stressed in than, than I was toward the, you know, the end of my career now. Mm-hmm. You know, people's like, man, you you look younger than you did when you played. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was, I had things on my mind. Mm-hmm. Then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, mind I racing. Did, you know, now I can just focus on trying to, you know, show other guys, show these young guys that I'm, you know, I mean, I got, I got great people at Vanderbilt there that su- support me. Since I've been my AD, my you know my chancellor, man, they they see what we're building, you know, and so it's an exciting time for us, and we're just ready to um, take it to the next level, man. You know, we, we took took our lumps for for a couple of years, and now I got a nucleus. It's fun to watch. Now I got my my older guys teaching teaching the younger guys, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not like we got to teach everybody, and that's you know that's that's really refreshing when you can. You know, see those other guys pulling guys off and showing them how we go about our business and how we do things. And so uh, I'm expecting uh, big things and, and a huge year for, for for my guys. If you could have one guest on All the Smoke, who would it be? But you have to help us get your answer on the show. Mm. I probably already had him. Oh, man. That's... Damn, that's that's a tough one there, bro. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta think about that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He gonna MJ ain't been on the show. Yet. No, he has not. <laughs> oh man, he has not. Wow, wow. And I know for a fact, and I know I ain't the biggest, but I know my relationship with Mike from when I played there. And if I had a chance to look him in his face and ask him to come on my show, he would do it. But sending all these messages to everybody else, it ain't gonna happen. But if I seen him face to face, I know he would come on the show. Yeah. People saying Mike ain't come on the show. I'm telling you. Trust me, if I had a chance to get Mike face and ask him, he would do it. Because yeah. Mike really than y'all think. No doubt. That's what I just told you. I mean, that's the best thing <clears throat> that you can do. Like I said, a lot of go-arounds and in-betweens, that ain't going to happen. Mike, yeah, Mike a real one. To the man, you, the man to the himself, source. and I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be, he'll be sitting here. Well, you heard it first. Stackhouse is going to get MJ. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs>
Nah, but uh, man, Stack, man, we appreciate your time here today. Uh, best of luck next week. We're going to be checking out for you. Yes, sir. And, uh, man, continue blessing. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate brothers, you, man. Thank, Thank you, man. Y'all keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah man, we got our boys yes, coming up, so we yeah. might be sending yeah, them your yeah, way. Yeah, so I already gotta, talked uh, about it, man. We, we got to get back. Yeah, he talked. we talked yeah, to them about Yes, sir. He asked about the twins. You so know, I, I, I do well with former former players' kids. Yeah. So, yeah, let's. Yeah, I'll take another one. Thank you, man. Another two, yeah. Legends.com. Okay. Legends.com. All the smoke. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to have the word easy. And big bro. You might get you a bigger size. I still got those pink still old school a little bit. Those pink Jordans for you. I got them. I got them. I appreciate that. These are a medium. We need like a XL or 2X. Who's your daddy? He's not going to know what ball to drip with them motherfuckers right there. Right. Hey, mama might like them, though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, give, give them back. Give them back. <laughs> man, man, hey, man, you can find this episode the Jerry Stackhouse on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. We'll see y'all next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.